What is this, a feast? Nah, it's a podcast, you idiot. It is, Blake Stakes for God's sakes, a Wednesday podcast where each Wednesday I give you uh, at least one take. Sometimes it is only one. Sometimes it's a take with a bunch of little teeny tiny baby takes, or cubs, as I like to call them, baked into it. That's right. Now, some people are like, oh, uh, uh, what's a hot take? Hot take is a very very commonly used phrase nowadays in the uh in the lexicon now when i say lexicon do i mean like it, do i say the public lexicon or is that redundant we'll get back to that but for for uh all um bits and pieces for this podcast we'll call it the lexicon <laughs> i feel the money rolling in with that word being invented the lexicon now oh um you know what i just saw something going on outside and after the uh debacle of my riff on trapped last week um about like the carpet being moved i'm not even gonna fucking comment on it but let me just say one thing it has something to do with the wind now we are uh penn state that's not true but what we are are is uh we have someone who listen i i i i i i blake wexler in order to form a more perfect union, in a hand of tranquility, do ordain and establish this perfect union of the United States of America. Somebody, now here's what we like to do here. We like, um, I think people who deserve a second chance should get one, all right? Call me crazy. Now, here's the thing with cancel. The cancel culture cancels great rapists and men who show no remorse, and we should let them back into the entertainment business. That That's not what I believe, though I do respect that. I'm kidding. I don't respect that opinion at all. But what I believe, and that's not that's not what this, this person has done something horrible, who I'm about to say, but I do think that we should give this person a second chance so as you as uh four of you know i have a patreon and the rest of you it is interesting because i'm reading that the economy is recovering um that soon the united states will actually be leading the global economy in recovery post-pandemic post-covid and yet i don't see my patrons ticking up on on my Patreon, which is very interesting. So here's the thing. And by the way, I might be wrong. So here's the thing. I might be wrong here. Does that make sense? Somebody's wrong here. Okay. So either I'm wrong in thinking that there should be a correlation between the economy getting better and you giving me more money or global economists are wrong in saying that the economy is rebounding, right? Or for some reason, or you're wrong in that the economy is rebounding and yet you still hold on to your money now i 
<laughs> I do. What if what if this was who I am? And it's it isn't. It's it's not I don't want to say it's close to who I am, but we we live in the same building, me and this person. Let's just say that. That being said, I do wonder why why you're all so cheap. <laughs> I'm kidding. But as I as I go back to my point before, I do believe in second chances on this podcast, and I and I said that. So there was a guy, there was a person, and I don't want to say their name because I don't want to give them, uh, I, I don't want to embarrass them on here, okay? But their name rhymes with Treat Billups, and Treat Billups, let's just say, was giving me X amount of money before, and then Pete lowered and then this person lowered the amount of money that they were giving me on Patreon. And I noticed because I noticed these things, okay? I sign up. So here's the thing. You know how some people have like a Google alert, you know, for their name where I actually have one of these as well, where if I'm mentioned on the internet, where like if uh, either you know, what happens if like if I do a podcast or I do a big show or something and it's mentioned and like seen enough on the internet, Google sends me an email and they're like, hey, Blake, this is an article that was written about you. This is blah, 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 blah. That's a Google alert. I also have a similar alert that is sent to me, not through Google because they don't offer this service, but through this third-party service where whenever uh, someone, uh, when I perceive them to have slighted me in a way, I get an email. And not only do I get an email, I get a courier, a man a man shows up to my front door and tells me in person who fucking wronged me. And sometimes they don't even say, they don't even tell me what it is. They just show and they, they show up a man who is, I wouldn't say dressed in formal attire, but I would say cocktail attire. He shows up in cocktail appropriate attire and knocks on my door thrice. I open it and I say, what happened? Who the fuck? What? Who are they? I says, and he goes, Pete Phillips, and I'm like, great, now I have to fucking figure out what the fuck this, what the fuck Pete did, so I look online, and I see that uh, Pete's uh, donation to the Patreon had dropped, hmm, very interesting, now, when something like that, do I think about murder, no, no, absolutely not, do I get visibly upset, of course, of course I do. Do I get just... Ra- By the way, I'm going to shut my bathroom door because for some reason I feel like that's... I might just accidentally walk in there and take a shit while I'm doing that. <laughs> that's not true. That is not true. But here's the thing. This person, and I won't say their name, uh, Meet, Tr- Meet Trollops, dropped... This person dropped their donation. Hmm, interesting. To $2, which... To be honest, I do appreciate, and there is a $1 option there. So if you want to give $1 a month to my Patreon. Now, Blake, are you just, is this a, where are we at, seven-minute commercial for your Patreon? Uh, That's not for me to say. I don't know. I'm not an ad guy, all right? I'm not a madman. I'm not, I cannot remember his name. Jonathan Him. What, John Him? John Him? John Him? Is it John Ham or John Him? I'm dead serious. Is it John Ham? Or Johnum. What the fuck? Draper. That's his name. (laughs) So, um, 
but here's the thing, and this that is the theme of this podcast. It, it second tr- second chances. I must said second choices, which wouldn't necessarily be in, be inaccurate either. Um, but back to what I was saying before, there is a one dollar option. Okay, so he so this person uh, pre uh, Thrillips Jillips dropped. So he, this person did. I am trying to balance between bit and also like being grateful that uh, any any amount of money. All right, here, no bit. Uh, anyone who gives any money to that Patreon is uh, incredibly generous, and I love it. All right, uh, and I love and I really really appreciate it. Now out now back to the uh, back to my real feelings. So, um, Pete Drillips was given two dollars. All right, now there is a one dollar option, and what do you get for a dollar? You get uh, a free bonus take. Each Friday, at the very least, sometimes I post original stand-up video when uh, I can do that. And soon, hopefully, I can start doing some some more outdoor shows again. You can get more Patreon-exclusive content. But here is what I'm trying to say now, okay? Beat Phillips. Lit- Phillips, is, Phillips is not that different from this person's real last name. They realized what they did, Okay? And now, Heat, Grillas, now Bear Grills, is giving $5 again. So, that's what I'm saying. That's where we should be at as a culture. Does that make sense? When someone fucks up and lowers the amount of money that they're giving to a Patreon, um, and then they realize their their sin. I can call it a sin. Um when they realize this transgression and then bump the money back up, you need to say, I need to say, thank you. I need to say, this is this is someone who's gotten their life back on track. Does that make sense? Because it sucks to see, and, and I'm saying this not only as a podcast host, but as a father. <laughs> as a father, I have, God, I just got goofed out saying that I'm a father. Um... I'm as a pod father, which I believe is something I stole from Jalen Rose. Actually, I just realized that. So, and by the way, I am done with not stealing material. Uh, I think I'm just going to start stealing everything, and I strongly doubt that it'll matter. Does that make sense? Here's the thing I think there would be a certain point. I wonder if that, if I could uh, now, no bit. I do wonder, no bit, I would, uh, I would never do this, but. I do wonder if I could just, if that was my thing, like I just shamelessly stole from everyone, not shame, but like shamefully would be like, I'm really, really sorry. I stole, I stole this joke from you. I feel terrible, but like, I can't stop doing it. (laughs) I wonder, I would imagine that that would receive less public ire than, um, fat, fat Jerry, fat Jerry. What is it? Fat Jewish, big Jewish, big Jerry. Those two piece of shit organizations, I would imagine I would get less shit than they did. Because I think they they stole shamelessly. I would steal shamefully. So to Pete, I'm just glad you've you've figured it out. Cause I am not one of these people who think that, you know, like uh, I'm not like a three strikes law and order type of guy. Does that make sense? So even if Pete stayed at two dollars, it would change um like I wouldn't hire him. Does that make? I wouldn't hire someone to ma- who makes that type of decision. But now that he's made five, what? Now that he is donating five dollars, 
paying me $5, which I think is a nicer way. <laughs> Not donating. That makes me sound like I'm in trouble. And I am very much, um, I'm very, I very much am not in trouble. I'm, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in pretty big trouble. Um, Blake, you're not in trouble. You're, you're doing, tw uh, so here's, here's the thing, Pete, this is this, oh, or whatever your name is. This is, uh, your shout out. So you get a special hello if you're in the $5 tier and that's what Pete has gotten. So, um, good for this person for figuring it all out. Uh, shout out to State Farm Insurance. I have no idea what the fuck I'm supposed to pay each month. They keep changing it. So shout out to them. Um, and sorry, I just got an email. And uh, I've I've been charged, I, I would say, for my State Farm Insurance. What, what, what type of insurance do I have? Great question. Car, life, and then I have Liberty in Pursuit of Happiness Insurance. And that is, uh, I'm paying out the ass for that, to be completely honest. So I pay like 150 bucks a month for my car, which is uh, not true. But for my Liberty and Pursuit of Happiness Insurance, I pay approximately $25,000 a year, which if you break it down by month, actually isn't that bad. So uh, that is, I'm recording this. Let's get serious. There's been a lot of there's been a lot of jokes today at my expense. <laughs> Blake, this is you're the only one talking. There's been a lot of jokes at my expense today, and I do want to say that um, this is the earliest I've ever recorded this podcast. It is 10 a.m. East Coast time, and does that bring a different vibe to the podcast? I I'd like to think it doesn't. Now, what I do want to say is that uh, this for those of you how. For those of you who've discovered me, um, my, I don't want to say talent, but I will say my, my creed, I guess. Those of you who heard me, by the way, I was the drummer in Creed, and a lot of people don't know that, but it was just a way that, like, like a religion thing. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I just really like their religion more than their music. And that's, and my voice did just crack there, but, and it, it's, it's, it's not because I'm, I don't speak correctly or I have a deviated septum. It's because I get emotional when talking about Creed. So the band Creed, I think we can all agree that their music isn't very good. Most of their music isn't very good. They do have some liquors. That's what I call a great song. Like, not liquor like alcohol. I mean, like, L-I-C-K-E-R-S. Liquors. Like, I like to lick. <sighs> oh, I almost made a horrible noise. So... Good. You ever just you ever just do a podcast and uh, you're like I I honestly don't even know what is entertaining. I don't know I don't know why. I, I just I just opened this podcast with talking about I would say for 13 minutes about someone um someone who had a, a deviation of their donation to my Patreon that swung by three dollars and I felt that that was worth. And I was right. I was right that, that we had to talk about that. There are certain things that you have to acknowledge, you know? So, but what I do want to say here is that I am doing the Daily Zeitgeist later this month. That is not a bit. And uh, what also I want to say about that is that um, who's your, I would be, I'm just going to come out and say it. And I don't like airing other podcasts, dirty, uh, dirty laundry on here. A lot of nepotism on that show. And that's all I want to say. All I want to say is that your darling uh, daily podcast, um, the aptly named Daily Zeitgeist, 
everybody on that show is related to one another. And it's true. And I hate to say it. I, you know what? I don't hate to say it. I hate that it's true. Does that make sense? Like I, I actually do. I hate that I have to say it. I don't hate to say it. I hate that I have to. Does that make sense? Because they left me with no choice. I have no choice in that matter. What are we going to talk about today? Um, I have uh, two other people who changed their donation amounts, so I want to go through that. No, I'm kidding. Um, I want to talk about the cities when this shit is over, when this this uh, COVID-19 page, a Patreon exclusive. Um, I want to talk about uh, when this shit's over, um, what cities I want to visit. I want to talk about murder amongst the Mormons. Among the Mormons. God damn it. Amongst is so much cooler than among, isn't it? Among just sounds like you're wrong. Amongst makes you sound intelligent. And uh, I want to talk about the feeling that I'm going to get uh, when I start doing things again. Now, will I get to any of those topics? Who knows? Because I keep saying I'm going to get to them, and I don't. Because I just have all these all these plans. I just have all these ideas. So uh, give me your give me all your cash. Uh Megan Merkel. <laughs> Sorry. Um I didn't watch it. But I didn't watch it nor do I understand it. And it, it's not like in this way of like being willfully ignorant. I am trying so here, no bit, here's a t- I am actually very worried about uh, how ignorant I've become to the things going on around me. And it's not like a, it, it, by ignorant, I don't mean like, oh, I'm, you know, not uh, progressive or I'm not caught up on like, you know, like actual meaningful things, you know, like societally and um, socially. That I'm up on. I don't understand anything else is the problem. Like, I don't even know with sports what the fuck's going on in certain places. Like, I don't know what's happening in football. I don't know any. I literally do not know anything, I've realized. And it's getting kind of upsetting. Where, um, technologically, specifically, I have no idea. Here's here's my take. I'm terrified of where I'm at technologically. Where I'm 32. If you tell anyone, I'll fucking kill you. I'm, I'm publicly, I'm 26. But with you... What if that was a Patreon exclusive? Patreon exclusive. I'm 32 years old. Um, I do. I've, I've been having no bit. Actually, you know what? No bit. I want to take a sip of water. Are you Are you okay if I do that? God, you guys are on a fucking tight ship over here. I'm, oh, DJ parched. This is what happens. Hey, Blake. Um, maybe that's a sign that you should fucking move on to a different topic is when you start speaking at, for so long that your uh, throat gives out. So I, I had this issue the other day where uh, I had a, I had a meeting and they were doing it on Microsoft teams instead of zoom. And I no fucking idea. No, no idea. So I'm not, by the way, I'm not a total Luddite in that I knew I knew contextually, okay, they sent me a link, I click on the link, and then I would imagine it would either launch the app or take me on to a website that I could do the video call from, and I didn't download the app because I don't know how to, I don't know how to do that on a laptop, right? So I just went to the website, and I'm like, can a website support a video call? And I and I remembered I've done it on Google Hangouts before, so I'm like, okay. And by the way, this, this is all all these uh, are sponsors of the podcast. So Google, uh, Microsoft, um, 
big i'm a big uh big big tech head does that make sense i'm really into big tech and i think uh, honestly any regulation makes me sick and that's why i didn't vote for elizabeth warren <laughs> so um i tried logging into the microsoft teams and i saw my video was on and then i on zoom i understand like oh there's speaker view and there's gallery view but i didn't know if anyone could see me on it like i thought people could only see speaker view but i didn't know for sure so my video could have been off but for 45 minutes i kept like nodding and like smiling as everyone was talking but there is a very good chance that no one could have seen my face the entire time so i was just nodding and smiling to myself which is very upsetting uh clubhouse as well i'm gonna try to get into but i don't and by the way i think part of this and i'm starting to understand why like old people are so like weird with technology is that like it's just not native to them. You know what I mean? Like, it's not second nature. They don't speak the language. Again, I'm 32 years old. So with Clubhouse, I'm like, someone was talking to me about it the other day. They're like, yeah, you know, like, there's these these rooms, you know, like, Blake, you should do this with it. You should do that with it. And I'm like, yeah, 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 of course, of course. So I'll, uh, I'll, I'll give you a follow. And I'm like, fuck, is following a thing? Did I just, did I just show, this person's older than me, by the way, that I'm talking to. Everyone always is. I'm the youngest man in Hollywood. I don't even, I don't live in Hollywood anymore. Oh, Jesus Christ. The fuck am I doing with my life? I have two pairs of slippers that I alternate depending on the thickness of sock that I'm wearing. That is true, by the way. I do, no bit. I do have two pairs of nice slippers. One I wear if I'm wearing a thin sock. <laughs> the other I wear if I'm wearing a thicker like Nike basketball sock and if that doesn't if that is an excess I don't know what is um <laughs> maybe that's the name I have two pairs of slippers depending on the thickness of sock that I'm wearing that's eh, not concise um and that's it that's the pie no I'm kidding all right we're gonna move into the first subject which is, why don't we start with Murder Among the Mormons, a documentary series, and I will not be spoiling anything. Honestly, I'm just doing this subject, really, so I could uh, just give you, um, just do an impression of one of the people in it. All right, uh, Murder Among the Mormons. God, I hope they're okay. Blake is really funny. Blake is really cool. Blah, 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 blah. Blake, Blake, Blake. And I'm Blake. Uh, back. So um, here we are. This is the section in which I discuss the Murder Among the Mormons documentary. Now, there will be no spoilers here, but if you saw it, um, I, honestly, I don't know how anyone just doesn't see all the things that I'm seeing. You know, and I do watch a lot of television, but like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? So um, Murder Among the Mormons, uh, Netflix uh, documentary series, I believe there's only three or four one hour episodes. So it's only four hours of your time. Six times four is 24. Do you remember? Um, I just remember so many of like my child. This is honestly, this might be a sign that I actually have something, um, something mentally uh, wrong with me. But I remember growing up, um, I remember very like small, like, chunks of information that like I learned via rhyme does that make sense so if I was to actually I don't know if this is good in that I believe rhyming helped me learn you know and this is not a bit so um I remember these chunks of information where it would be like not even rhyming just I have these weird mem memorizations where I can be like Polk, Taylor, Fillmore, Pierce, Buchanan, Lincoln, Johnson, Grant like those are like presidents in order but I don't know who came before Polk, 
or after Grant, Polk Taylor, Fillmore Pierce, Buchanan, Lincoln, Johnson, Grant. And then I also remember, um, what was another one? Like, fuck. That was, but but see, the the one example that I can think of isn't even an example of what I was just talking about. Um, Polk Taylor, Fillmore Pierce, Buchanan, Lincoln, Johnson, Grant. Just things that like rhyme, like, uh oh um here here it is here it is the days of the week in spanish so it'd be like it was to the tune of like a b c d e f g you know the alphabet and it was uh in spanish the days of the week this is what our teacher taught us it was lunes martes miércoles viernes something sabado domingo wait what the fuck lunes martes miércoles viernes fuck what the fuck is what's thursday what is thursday miércoles oh you bitch what is it oh what is it i guess we'll never know so um but moving on to murder among the mormons now here's my take good documentary and here's another take i love counterfeiting that's your first blake's take of the week i believe unless i said something by accident that was a good take or just a take at all in the intro so Murder Among the Mormons, thought it was very good, but I've I, I've unknowingly been, or I don't think about it a lot, but I am obsessed with counterfeiting, and I'm not like, and here's why, and I think I am going to sit down for this because I've been pacing. Wait, let's see how many steps I've taken during this podcast. 441, just from pacing around while talking. Not bad. So, um... I, what was I, t- oh, this is a different vibe, baby. So I've always been interested in counterfeiting. And I think part of it is from, like, I was really into baseball cards as a kid, which apparently I've been told baseball cards have made, like, a big comeback right now. And I think, so I'm going to see my parents in the next, like, few weeks. And they, we held on to, like, my good baseball cards. So I think I'm going to go through them and see if, like, I have any that are worth money. And then when I figure that out, I'm going to I'm gonna take advantage of someone who's not as smart as I am. And I'm gonna really jack up why am I out of breath? Jesus. Whew, is this is this something? Am I having a heart attack? So um I might be. Maybe I should keep pacing. That's it, that's it, that's it. Keep the keep the wheels moving. Keep the wheel it's like that movie Speed, where if the bus stops, um if the bus stops then uh, Keanu Reeves' career is over. But if the bus keeps going, he gets to keep having a career. So I've always been really obsessed with counterfeiting. And when I was, I guess, like a sophomore in high school, maybe, or a junior, I went, I must have been a junior. Um, There was this thing where at the time I thought I was very special. It was the National, uh, this is not a bit, National Youth Leadership Conference was what it was called. And they sent out like mail, like with direct mail, you know, like people who just like around the area. And I don't know if it was people who took certain standardized tests or like tutored, but I would imagine it was a certain economic class that they targeted and people who... See, in my mind, it was like, oh, people who had, like, high positions in student council, that's what I thought it was, like, they, that I was specifically invited because I was a high-ranking student council person. That's not a bit, by the way. When I was in high school, here were my, my positions in student council. I was uh, a senator, 
my first year which meant that like just every homeroom i think had a senator so like you would go it was a very very involved uh student government so every homeroom had a senator i was a senator then i ran for class secretary and won that two years in a row so as class secretary i think one year i may have run unopposed which was i mean honestly who could fucking blame them would you want to run against this that's the thing not a lot of substance to me as a politician in high school however during speeches and stuff i was and i and i had like made political ads like a political commercial and it's like you're fucked like what are you gonna beat this are you kidding me <laughs> it, just, it was not a fair fight so um i uh however if you were to test us both on policy um i would not do too well on that now um my policy is honesty Wow, if, well, imagine if I said that. The fucking room would have erupted. And then uh, my senior year, I was elected school president. And uh, what I did with that, I think I've spoken about that on here before, is that I spent $2,000 uh, to buy my high school Yosemite Sam costume and because uh, we were the pioneers. And that was the closest thing to a pioneer I could find. on. Uh, it wasn't even online. I think I just had a catalog. So this was in 1971. Um, now... What the fuck was I talking? I have, I have no idea what I was talking about. All right, so circling. <laughs> no, I no no clue in hell as to why I brought that up. Now, murder among the Mormons. Okay, here's the, oh counterfeiting. Oh, okay, I I see what happened. All right, so I thought that this youth leadership conference was directly uh, sent to me, like like it was elite, but I think they just sent it to everybody, and it was insanely expensive, and my parents were tricked also, and they just sent me to Washington, D.C. for a week with a bunch of other fucking idiots, and, um, but one cool thing is you could sign up for these really cool, like, events and you only got one of them and one of the events was like oh you could go see a like a five-star general talk which i'm like that sounds sick and another one was you can go uh tour the pentagon that was really really cool but mine that i ended up getting is i got a tour of the secret service building which was honestly one of the one of my best memories as a kid like uh no bit like i I mean when do i need to say no bit you can tell if i'm being sincere um (laughs) i don't know if i can so we went to this thing and i guess i'll get to murder in the mormons (laughs) in the next section so um we went to uh like it was me and 12 other kids went to the secret service building and at the time the secret service was I don't believe it was a member of the Department of Homeland Security yet, or maybe it just was. Where Secret Service, I would say like 5% of the Secret Service's um, responsibilities have to do with like protecting government employees you know like uh you know the secret service what we all think they are but the rest of it was that they dealt with counterfeiting actually and i remember walking around like getting a tour of this building and they had um in the secret service building like these counterfeit autograph baseballs and you know like just and that was my favorite thing because like my fate i was like such a base such a big baseball fan and they showed us why this mickey mantle signature was different from the actual mickey mantle signature and told us about like you know the strategies of of counterfeiting and i think that's why i love counterfeiting so much is that through skill and deception and nothing else literally just deception and like almost like craftsmanship as well, you can take something that's worth 
very little and make it worth a lot. Does that make sense? And I like, I really, really like that. And yes, it's it's wrong, kind of. But God, counterfeiting. Like you could take, that's why I loved like Catch Me If You Can. It goes, oh, like, oh, so you have a piece of paper, right? Well, now that piece of paper is a check for eight, for $100,000 and you can cash in. Now you're rich, right? I think I always really, really like that kind of stuff. Um, am I... Am I am I exposing too much about my character here? Uh, so anyway, I was always really into counterfeiting, and that's what this documentary, like this documentary, I would say, Murder Among the Mormons, is like half a, a tale of counterfeiting and half a tale of murder. And there was this guy in uh, Murder Among the Mormons. He was like the business partner of one of like the main. Uh, I don't know, culprits, one of the main Mormons in this. <laughs> and um, he had the, he was one of the greatest documentary uh, interviews of all time to me. And every once in a while, you just get like a great documentary interview. And I don't know enough about document. I'm sure I could talk to my friend, Tony Ascenda, and he would be able to say like, oh yeah, like that's a thing in documentaries where you need to find like your star interview or whatever. Um, that's probably a thing. I just don't know enough about that uh, business to say that myself and I also don't care to look it up as well which is 99% of why I don't know about it but um they had this interviewee who like was incredible he was like this chubby older man who was wearing like a three-piece suit with you know one of those pocket watch chains you know what I mean like from like you know like the the breast of the vest and that is trademarked by the way breast of the vest is something that uh, is trademarked so And he had, so he was like this adorable looking, like, you know, like a a slightly thinner Winston Churchill, but not that much thinner. And his voice sounded like, like Mickey Mouse if Mickey Mouse was out of breath. And it was like, oh, he was fantastic. He was fantastic. Don't, don't make me say that. Don't make me say that. He was because uh, he was unbelievable. And by, by the way, that is, I've never done a better impression of anyone in my life. And unfortunately, it's someone that is the, the least relatable character in the history of entertainment. But uh, I'm going to do, okay, so here's what I want to do. I, I think his name was Shannon Flynn. And he was awesome in the documentary. And I'm going to do Shannon Flynn doing <laughs> my, uh, one of my, spy, my infamous spider bits. And now I have to remember what the bit is. Okay, all right, here we go. So, I, I don't like spiders, and the thing with spider, what does, what does everybody tell you when you say that you're afraid of an animal? They say, well, they're actually more afraid of you than you are of them. And to that I say, has a spider ever left its mother's 61st birthday party? Because I showed up? No, then they're not. They definitively are not. What's everybody here's least favorite spider? What's everybody here's least favorite spider? Is it? Oh, mine? Mine is the daddy long legs. Oh, oh, gross. And if you don't know what a daddy long legs is, it's basically a pencil eraser with a bunch of spindly fucks coming out of it. And and I heard someone tell me the other day, they're like, well, actually, a daddy long legs is harmless to human beings. 
because their fangs aren't strong enough to pierce human skin. And to that I say, don't talk to me like that. What? What do you mean? Oh, their fangs aren't aren't strong enough to to pierce human skin. Well, and and by the way, they're wrong. They're wrong. Because no organism is harmless if it makes you call it daddy. That's all I have to say. Pretty good, right? Pretty damn good, if I can say so myself. So that was uh, Murder Among the Mormons character Shannon doing Blake Wexler's Daddy Long Legs bit. And if that's if that doesn't uh, make you uh, want to listen to this podcast over and over again, I honestly don't know what will, because that's that's my skill set, unfortunately. Now, moving on to the uh, the next topic, which is uh, cities I would most like to visit post-pandemic and we will be right back blake is really funny blake is really cool blah 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 blake 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 we are back now i want to talk about the cities uh and here are my takes on the cities that i would is this really a take or am i just sharing uh something um this is uh the cities i most want to visit after the pandemic is over now you're gonna see a couple themes here okay um, a lot of the themes is that there's cities um, in which TV shows I've watched during the pandemic are set, and that makes them look cool to me. Um, a lot of these also, are, I mean, they're all cities I haven't been to, which means a lot of them are in the South. Now, I've spent, so, uh, you know, I, my parents live in South Carolina, so, like, I've spent a lot of time in Charleston and Savannah and Hilton Head. I've spent time in Atlanta. Um, so that little pocket there, I've spent a lot of time. Um, Florida, I've spent a little, like a, actually a decent amount of time in Florida. But other than that, haven't spent much time in the South. Um, so if you're like, Blake, why are you only mentioning su- uh, Southern cities? Um, I've, I've been in Portland, Seattle, Minneapolis, New York, Boston, Chicago, Philadelphia, Baltimore, Washington, D.C. Like I've been to Austin, Texas, all the cities that you would want to go to. I've been to. OK, so here we go. Cities, Denver, I've been to. Here are the cities I most want to visit. Number one, New Orleans. And that is because um, I've been watching this show, Treme, which I believe it's David Simon, the guy who did uh, The Wire. This was his other show. And it's like nothing. I guess it's pretty depressing. <laughs> it's, it is a really, it's one of the most interesting worlds ever, though, where it is uh, post Katrina, New Orleans, is where it's set. And um, you follow these people. There's like 12 people that you follow around, but you know, you get to see how much, you know, music is in the culture there. You get to see the New Orleans outside of Bourbon Street or the French Quarter, I guess it's called. And I've never been to New Orleans at all. I was, this is, this is a rough one. All right. I hope this story uh, comes out right. So a couple years ago, I guess this was this was before the Eagles won the Super Bowl. So um, I guess it was 2016 or 2017 maybe. Um, I got asked to do uh, – was I asked or did I submit for it? I think I was 
either I asked them to do it and they accepted me or they asked me to do it. I don't remember. But um, a festival, a comedy festival in New Orleans. And I was so psyched to do it because I'm like, that's how um, I used to like to visit cities before is that I would either do a comedy festival or do stand up in a city a week, then stay an extra day and then actually like see the city like, you know, like the nightlife and that sort of shit. So I got... um, accepted or like you know i was going to do this comedy festival in new orleans and i was fucking psyched and the weekend i was going to be there so i was excited to see new orleans was going to do a bunch of shows have a fucking blast um i think the money was decent for it and the eagles the philadelphia eagles were playing the fucking new orleans saints in New Orleans that weekend. So I'd have a week of shows that Sunday. I'd see my Eagles at the fucking Superdome in New Orleans. And I'm like, this is the greatest thing that ever happened to me. By the way, the Eagles, I think, ended up getting blown out like 40-3 to three that game. But um, I was so pumped. And then I'm going through the email. I'm like, yes, this is great. You know, like I already like texted my parents, you know, and my, my girlfriend. I'm like, I'm going to fucking New Orleans. And... Then I see at the bottom, they're like, hey, by the way, um, you should be aware that uh, we recently within our business, within, you know, the comedy business, I guess they like ran local shows there as well. In addition to the comedy festival, um, there was a sexual assault, um, an alleged sexual assault took place and people in our community weren't very happy with how we handled it. It's like that was and by the way if you heard me stumble through that you might be like like there's no way they said it that way I am at least 85% close to how they phrased it like it was like wait what the fuck and they send us all this information about like you know like a sexual assault that happened and um, I read up more about it and like the guy who ran it was like apparently a massive piece of shit (laughs) like they handled it they were just disparaging the character of this uh, of this sexual assault by the way I'm, I'm laughing at like how when I get scared and I, I hear something horrible I start laughing as a defense mechanism so this isn't funny it's horrific and apparently the uh the assault victim you know like she wasn't taken seriously it was just like the worst thing in the entire world so I went from being like oh my god I'm gonna have the best weekend ever I got to see the birds in New Orleans where it's like I can't fucking support this festival are you kidding this is a nightmare so almost went to New Orleans once didn't and um, I hope that person's obviously okay and that those people uh, got what's uh, what was coming to them. So New Orleans now, just around the corner from New Orleans, Mobile, Alabama, brother. That's right. That's a goddamn right. You fuckers, listen, fuckers. Why don't you fucking come over here, look me in my eyes, and I'll fucking teach you a lesson. All right, here in Mobile, Alabama, Alabama, and is it Alabama? Is it Alabama? Is it Alabana? Or is it Alabama? so mobile alabama now alabama scares the shit out of me however one of my dear friends heath who i worked with on key and peel he li- he's from mobile and apparently it's like beautiful there it's very artsy it's a more liberal city and um they have like it's like near a beach apparently it's gorgeous so um also demarcus cousins is from there that's the main reason why i want to go but um mobile alabama is on the list now we got another one. We got a fucking another one. Asheville. Asheville, North Carolina. Now, the thing with Ash Asheville. Asheville Asheville. That's how they that's how the locals pronounce it. You you fucking carpet bag in northern. You say Asheville. Here in 
we call it Asheville. That's what we call it. So in Asheville, a lot of people have been talking about Asheville for years. I've heard them speak about this, about this city, and this this uh, this town, if you will. Does it qualify as a city, Asheville? That's not for me to say. But what is for me to say is that I want to go there. But now, is this a case? Is this just a classic case of uh, something getting too hot too quick? You know what I'm saying? Is it? Is it a? Is it? A, is Asheville a city that got hot too hot too quick? In that it was, um, let's just say. Uh, I got too much hype. Hype means hot. Hot, hype. Hype, hot. Hop, hop, hot. Hut, hut, hack. Let's play some football. So, um, I believe it's beautiful rolling mountains, allegedly. Uh, a great beer scene as well. And they had a comedy festival there for a while called Laugh Your Asheville Off, which I didn't, which I never did because I hated the name of it so much. <laughs> so maybe I'll do that at some point. Or you know what? I'm a, uh, I'm successful enough. Maybe I could just book a headlining date there and uh, actually get fucking paid. So maybe I'll do that. So actually, I don't know what my tone is right now, but it's not appropriate. Um, Milwaukee. Is another city I want to visit after this is over. Now, Blake, Milwaukee, I want to go down. I want to go down the below the Mason Dixon and check out Milwaukee. Um, Milwaukee is not a southern city, but it is a Midwest city, and there are. I think the Midwest is also on my list of places that I want to go. And Milwaukee, I just hear is a cool town. I think it's one of those Midwest cities that like lives in the shadow of Chicago, but that doesn't mean it's not also a great city. Does that make sense? Like, and you know, Minneapolis is a much much bigger city than Milwaukee. I think <laughs> that also may not be true. But um, if it wasn't for my friend Cy Amundsen, I would have never probably gone to Minneapolis and it's one of my favorite cities uh in the country so Milwaukee I want to give that a shot Albuquerque uh I want to go to Albuquerque New Mexico because um it just looks really really cool and honestly Breaking Bad was set there and it seems like desert I haven't spent much time in deserts you know um I've spent some time in desserts lately (laughs) putting on a a few pounds so uh Kansas City I want to uh, I want to check out. Um, I guess mostly because that show, um, not True Detective. Hold on, Fargo. The recent season of Fargo with Chris Rock was set there, and just Kansas City. They have barbecue. It just seems like a cool. Like I don't know if it's a southern city or a Midwest city. Like it seems like it's kind of a hybrid of that. So um, I want to check that out. And honestly, the last one I wrote down Miami, but I feel like. What am I going to do there? Like get sunburned? No, I do want to go to Miami because of the culture there. Um, That seems like the fucking food. And I just want to dance in the streets. Is that too much to goddamn ask? And that is, uh, I think that's going to be the podcast this week. So um, huge shout out to Pete Gillips who uh, finally righted his wrongs. Um, And thank you to all of you, uh, all the rest of you for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, I love all of you. And honestly, keep it crispy. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye!